There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Okay, guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've been experiencing yet another heat wave. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing to keep cool in the city? Mm. Good question. Wow. I'm gonna tell you first. I'm gonna go first. Go, go ahead. ahead. I go to Whole Foods. Uh huh. And I stick my face in the sprinklers in the produce aisle oh. where they have mini the misters, the mist, the misters. You but get they, the Whole Foods. The vegetable storms. mist. Wow, that's smart. That that's veggie mist, yeah. And I, I know what's up. Interesting. Wow, <laughs> must, must get your curls popping too. You wash your hair in that shit. Kill two birds. <laughs> I'm gonna give a trick, a tip yeah. out. Okay, because mm. I feel like we ask this question of ourselves every year around this time. Because yep. in New York City around this time, it's very hot. It's hell. Um, and now that I'm in Manhattan living there for over 10 years, you know, if you don't do this already, start doing it. I'll be out there with my kid, you know, one brown, one is brown, one is yeah, white. Yeah. I got to keep them both out of the sun. Yeah. And if you walk very close to the side of the building, you in the shade way longer than you are out in the open. You know what I'm saying? If you were to work, walk on the sidewalk. Right. But motherfuckers be fighting for that spot. <laughs> so you gotta be aggressive with it. I be with a stroll and I'm like, get the fuck <laughs> out of my way. Move to the right, please. That is very strategic. Yeah. yeah. Smart. We You're welcome. <laughs> well, look, I still like to go to like the fire hydrants. You know what I mean? Or the park where they got the sprinklers. But I used to do that as a kid. Now when I do it, there's like a lot of kids there and parents end up calling the cops on me and I'm like I'm here for the water not your kid oh okay wow. oh yeah don't flatter yourself don't flatter yourself don't flatter yourself to me ain't that cute your lineage ain't that cute yo you should put that on a t-shirt maybe when you go <laughs> to the park I keep it up in the roof 100 overlooking the George Washington Bridge take a beach chair up there chilling Tranquilito. Oh, just a beach chair? I thought you took, like, mattresses up there. Yeah, that's Back what you said last summer. <laughs> Back in the day, when you I was took younger. a sort of perfect sleeper <laughs> upstairs to the rooftop. You were memory foaming up there. I saw you. <laughs> I saw you from Jersey, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Yo, 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 y
hot. All right, to do a hot yo. (laughs) What's up? Welcome. This Mm. is what you think it is. This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast. This is episode 109. 109. Mm. 109. Lucky 109. That's what it feels like outside today. What's up? It's Rachel La Loca. Yeah. Who is next to me? Hmm. Oh, me, little Who's old me. Here? Mm. Special guest, announce yourself. Alana Yay. Hey. Alana. Alana. Hey, 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 hey. 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 Alana Yay. Hey. Hey. She's feeling, um, by the way, this is Jay Ferns. Um, Bless you. <laughs> Frank, you can introduce yourself before I say what I want to say. Okay, Mr. Frank Nibs. But go ahead, Jamie. Um, Alana Jay is filling in for, my, for Juan Bago, who we lost in the blackout. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we, need, we needed a break anyway. <laughs> no, right. he's alive somewhere. He's just somewhere with like, I don't know, like a matchbox. All right, D, rest in darkness. <laughs> <laughs> he is off social media, you know. Is he? Is oh, shit. Oh, he's my. cleansing. Yeah, so. what is that? Because he throw, he's throwing that in my face every time. I'm like, oh, did you see this on social? I'm off social media, bro. All right, I'm He's free. doing. A I've detox. never been happier. Like, yeah. Bah, bah, bah. I'm like, calm down. He's doing a detox. He does this every year. Right, every year, he does. For, this. for a wait, is there a specific what, around his birthday? I'm not yeah, gonna you, speak. You get it. Yeah, you go, Lana. Got is it. Is it timed around yeah. his birthday? Maybe you're right. There's a, he well, has his a birthday pattern. just happened, right? Yeah. yeah. He has a pattern. He has a pattern. Guys. I do that too before my birthday. Well, I did it once, so it's not a pattern. Because it only happened <laughs> once, but I did it once, <laughs> and I did feel amazing. I was like, oh my god, I'm present. I smell the leaves. I never smelled leaves before. Oh my goodness! Well, it's life changing. He's not here, but I am going to make an announcement on his behalf. Is mm. that cool? Yeah. Okay. Please. I have a public service announcement. Oh sure, my lord. It's oh, not shit. really a PSA, oh, but shit. it is something that involves a nonprofit. So I feel the need to share mm. and go into this with lots of gratitude. I'm so excited to announce that both Michael Diaz, a.k.a. Juan Bago, and I will be honorees at this year's U.S. Dominican Day Parade, people! Dominican, Dominican, Dominican! Thank you so much for your applause. I really appreciate it and thought it could have been a little louder. (laughs) Um, We can add it. um, We don't want want to peak. We don't want want mics to peak. We can make it louder in post. Tibby's going to add a bunch of sound effects. I don't want that one, Tibby. No, no. No. Wait, um, so you guys on a flow? Like, what's this yeah. What's this about? Are you going to flow on a Dominican cake? We'll <laughs> unveil. I would, that sounds heavenly. That does. I'd that be does. in heaven. That is could a paraíso for I me. Be your, could I be your stand-in? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you going to be on the white Sammy Sosa float? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, Jamie. Wow. Damn, <laughs> Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. I just got the look of death from Tibby. Should we interrupt what we're doing right now to talk about it? I mean, I'll wrap it up real quick. Look, we're honorees this year at the parade. More details to come. There's going to be a beautiful dinner that we're going to be a part of the Thursday before the parade where we accept this honor. I cannot wait to make my mother proud. I'm I'm bringing her with me. That's dope. And then we're going to march in the parade and do some stuff. I am praying we get a sash because I'm not going to take it off for the next 364 days. Oh, man. Um, But if we don't get a sash, it's fine. It's fine. I feel like Miss Universe is just sad. <laughs> I, I really want it. Should we, should we start a GoFundMe? Get Rachel. I mean, a look, sash? I was never pageant material. I was always thick and curvy. You know uh, what I mean? Hey. So I would love to have a sash. Yeah. Um, anyway, you know? So that's that. Now, we need to discuss something a little, little deep. Oh, boy. A little oh. touchy, nervy, right? Mm. We got a comment today. Oh, sure, yes. Yeah, we got a comment today. And someone out there, and I got to say to you, someone, thank you. 
Because that's what we want, right? We want the feedback from the people. We want to make this. This is your podcast just as much as it's ours. So we have to build this thing together. We're mm-hmm. pioneering this thing together. So you out there have to tell us what you want, who you want us to interview, mm-hmm. feedback on what we're doing. So the feedback we received is that the Jamie is, is ear-piercing and uncomfortable to hear. Now, I want to hear from everybody in this room. How do you feel? Alana J, how do you feel about the Jamie? I mean, right there, it, was it kind of turns me on. Yeah. <laughs> it it turns you me. on? See, like, that's what my name does, yo. Okay, <laughs> relax. Don't get gassed. Relax. It's not about you. It's about you know how Rachel saying? executed saying your name, okay? Thanks. Thanks. It, was oh, gl- yeah. it was glottal. It was in the back of the throat. Oh. Okay. And we all we're, do it. We're going erotic. We now, all but. do it now. It's not just me. We all do it. Yeah. I don't like, I read the whole... I don't like, all right, so he says this annoys him, but the way, look what he wrote. I love this show, except the way everyone says Jamie, right? right. When he's an idiot. Like, what yeah, the when he's an idiot. When people say Jamie, it's because I make a stupid joke, right? Like, this guy obviously thinks I'm an idiot at, <laughs> throughout the show. It's working, like, Jamie. It's working. He thinks it's, part, he thinks it's part of your spine. Hey. That's not the image I want to cultivate right uh, now. Would, would an idiot say the word cultivate? No. No. Google I mean, it. Google maybe it. in like the Google. wrong context. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, you you know you're not an idiot. You know that. Jamie is one of the most brilliant people on this planet. Thank okay? you. You guys are brave reading the comments. Thank you. We have to. Thank you, MC brave Mix brave. 1909. Word. Wherever you are. Is that is that his name? That's his username? Yeah. Oh, his shit. or her? Her. His or her. And, and there's no beef. I just, you know, we're just talking about what you wrote in a very intelligent manner, with a, a non-idiotic manner, okay? Ooh, whoa. Right, a very astute, a very astute. Yeah. Way. What do you think, Frank? What do you think about the Jamie? I love, I mean, you know, we, we, we are we. So, we, we? You know, we, we. <laughs> we, we. We are we. Pepe le pew. Sorry, blue, papa smell. You know, we're, not, we're, never, we're, gonna, we're never gonna stop being us, so, you know. Yeah. The Elueros, I'm sure they don't complain, so, you know, whoever this person is. I it's okay to get one complaint right. every now and then, there but I want to talk about it, because if it's annoying, we'll stop. Mm. Oh, no, that's part of the gig. Tibby, that's, that's, well, that's, really quick, Tibby, what do you think about the Jamie? What do you, what do you think, real quick? Come on, Chow. Come on, Chow. Does it feel? If it's part of the show, it's part of us. Yeah. Ooh, that was deep. I felt that in my soul. Short and simple. Spoken like a prophet. So if this if this person, male or female, thinks uh, the Jamies are ear piercing and loud, what what do they think about the yo yo yos? Because those are pretty Mm. loud, and those are just like nonstop for a good two minutes at the beginning of the show. Two minutes? Is that what you (laughs) think it goes on for? Yeah. Is that what it sounds like in your head? Is that what it feels Maybe like? you're the one that left the comment about not liking the yo-yo-yos back in the day. Yeah. Is that you? Hey. Call myself an idiot. Yeah. Because we also got a comment about that. The hello uh, Franks may, you know, hello folks may have to go one day. Maybe someone may not like that either. Listen, so, you yeah. can't please everybody. You know what right? I mean? So. If you had 50 people coming at you on some I hate the Jamies and I hate the yo-yo-yos, I might be concerned. Word. Right. But guys, keep uh, sending your comments. Yeah, <laughs> I we mean. love them. Yep. I'm sure there were people listening to the yo-yo-yos and the Jamies during the blackout. I'm sure we kept y'all entertained. <laughs> Thank you. Okay? You're okay. welcome. Let's discuss that real quick. What's yeah. up? With, anybody get affected, first of all? I the did. blackout, I was stuck downtown a little bit. Even though it didn't Damn. affect downtown, it affected all the trains going uptown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, it was yeah. like every train was like, uh, you're all right, you got to get out, and then they go to the next train. But they, all the trains still had the air conditioners on, which I was impressed with. And um, so I just stayed in, even though the train was like, we're not moving, I stayed there for an extra like five minutes just to get that extra. Damn. Wow. Extra air. That, AC, the, that uh, subway yeah. air. There was yeah. AC and everything? The MTA air. What? AC in the train and everything? Ew. Yeah, the AC was on blast. You know, okay. you couldn't even smell the, the, the homeless people. 
Yo, as antiquated as it sounds, that third rail system is pretty functional, if you ask me. You know, just getting your electricity from the third rail in a train. Rachel, that's how it works. Oh, it just got mad dark. Speaking of electricity, did the lights go out, Yo. CJ? See, Se fue playing. la luz aquí. Yo, Look at you over here. The blackout at the engine oh, room. Man. This is Method Cat Podcast. For a second, because I've, I've always thought this studio was haunted. I thought that was happening. But now <laughs> I know what the joke was. <laughs> now I know what the joke was. Rachel, you were in the JLo concert, though, on Saturday, right? I was not at the JLo concert. <laughs> I, I felt like it because my whole feed was the JLo concert. <laughs> yeah, you fat. Everybody was there. People were mad, though, like... You know, she's in the middle of her, like, you know, waiting for tonight. Wait, what? Waiting for the lights to come out. The lights went out in the concert? Yeah, it was on... um, Oh, my God. But she actually did her show on Monday. She did a... For the fans. And then they got to see the full, the whole first half again, or however much time lapsed, right? Wow. Fans were really happy because they got a show and a half of J-Lo. So she came back the next day and did it again. And did it. Oh, that's, that's how cool. she's that's dedicated, good. bro. I'm, impre- nice. I'm impressed. I'm impressed by you, J-Lo. You go, J-Lo. You yeah. go. Wow. You go. Well, um, that was that. I'm just glad nobody was affected here. Sounds yeah. like we all... Well, we're cool. We're Dominican. We're used to this yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. We'll walk, you know, 10 miles home. It's no big deal. We spend summers in DR <laughs> with no, no lights. We, with no shoes, we walk 20 miles. And at that moment, it's like, vamos a jugar afuera! You like, know? everybody ran outside to go play. Yeah, everybody goes hang out. You good. lit, like, little lanterns. Could you believe me half a Jew spent summers in Dominican Republic in the campo? Damn. Isn't that crazy? For real? Yeah. <laughs> they treated my father like a fucking king. They used to bring him Listin Diario and a cigar every morning because he was fucking like white. My dad's like clear. He's very white. <laughs> Archie Bunker. Yeah. yeah, your father looks like he owns a country club. Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> oh, el judío tiene dinero. Not. Yeah. Not these Jews. <laughs> I feel like we should have traded places. Word. Yeah, Miss Upper East. I was a Jewish yeah, no. sleepaway camp. Look at that shit. Alana J. Twice. Jewish twice. Relax. Just twice. And I got asked not to come back. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you came back here. You know why? Play the music. Play the music. Oh, shit. Breathe that air. Breathe that air. You know what that air is? What was that? Victory. Okay. Victory. Alana J, it's so apropos that you're here. Please let everybody know why that music just played. Oh, shit. Because... Me and Rachel, part of the hilarious team Comedy Derail, mm. just won our first round right. of the motherfucking bragging rights right. competition yeah. at the pit. Yes, yeah. son. Yes, son. Snitches and bitches. What a show. Oh my God. What a show. We went up against a team named Be Kind Rewind. Mm-hmm. Be Kind Rewind. Kind Rewind. They don't get it. And it was a great show. We didn't really get to see their sketches because, you know, we're going back and forth, back and forth. We had to go to the dressing room, get ready for our next sketch. The green room that was a friggin' hot box of estrogen and <laughs> armpits. I'm not sure what's worse, like a hot Yo. New York City subway car or that room. Ooh, it was dang. It was obscene. It was like the smell of like... <laughs> like you would think women shouldn't smell that way. Wow. It was like oh, wow. cos- costumes that have been in storage and worn several times without being washed, some of mm. which were ours. Um, <laughs> old wigs. Old wigs. Some of which were ours. Sweaty toto, sweaty, sweaty armpits, totti. sweaty boobies, sweaty nose, sweaty everything. It was hot. 
Smell like hot balls. If you don't, if you don't get off stage with a sweaty thoughty, you didn't, you didn't execute. <laughs> you didn't perform your ass off then. Next time you, you perform at Pit, you should, you should get up it. there and sweat your toto. <laughs> you should call yourself sweaty totos. <laughs> for the next competition, sweaty totos. Somebody buy that website right now, sweaty totos. Be kind, rewind against sweaty totos. Wow. <laughs> I guess they don't call it the Pit for nothing, huh? Oh. <laughs> Yo. Damn, he you had that one in your pocket yeah, for like a yeah, minute. Yeah, I was he holding did. on to that shit. He bat, <laughs> he, he bat flipped after that one. <laughs> yo, you're growing hair all of a sudden yo, after that <laughs> joke. Yo, those, I see hair sprouting. Yo, Jamie's, be, yo, Jamie's you know, is, is rubbing off a little bit, you it's know? good inspiration, you know? bro. You know, shit, man. Look at that. Well, we won. It was victorious. Alana, briefly tell us the experience from your perspective. Oh, from my POV. Yeah. All right, camera pans to no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> cut to no, me. okay, just like real quick. All in all, I have loved every single moment of being a part of Rachel's baby comedy derail. Oh, stop like, it. Yeah, no, I really I, listen. I'm not gonna tell the story again, but I dead ass fangirled you in the street when you was pushing your mm. brown baby. Okay, yeah, you the had brown one, the first you had one. not had the white one yet. <laughs> yet. No, not yet. Okay, but I was like, no. all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> So, it was a great moment. I saw moment. her and I smiled at her. And your eye twinkled at me. Yeah, I was just like, hi. It was a New York moment? It glistened. It, we crossed paths. Wow. I was coming from the Yotel doing a site inspection for a room the 28 The Yotel? Is that your hotel? Uh, the Yotel. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> this segment should be sponsored by the Yotel. I'm gonna, line. I'm gonna holler at them tomorrow. Penzo, honey, get them on the line. <laughs> We're leaving money on the table. Yo, 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 tell. <laughs> oh my God. I should do their spots. Okay, for continue. Real for real though, like it's been amazing to be a part of this collective of incredibly talented women. Incredibly um, talented. You know who? Like yo, it's yo. <laughs> <laughs> what? Be kind, rewind. No. Um, what's it called? Because, <laughs> you know, women, we get this stigma that we're catty and this and that. And Word. it's not like that at all. And we're all performers. You would think, like, we'd be pushing each other out of the spotlight and For shit. Real. But nah, we lift each other up. And it's just, I don't know, the energy. It's, I don't, I feel like I connect with God when I'm with you, bitch. Okay, I'm, I feel connected oh, on a divine level. It's powerful. So, anyway, bringing it to that specific show, you know, that was, we, off the heels from our last show, we did the, the competition show. So having those yeah. things back to back, which is like, oh shit, okay, momentum. we're, momentum. We got, yeah. we got something going on, you know? And, um, yeah, just, oh, but the, the, the other team, because this is how it works. We do a sketch, they do a sketch. We do a sketch, they do a sketch. Some of their sketches were mad short. Mad fast. Like, between the first sketch and the second sketch, mm -hmm. I had to put a trash bag. Yo, I was... <laughs> Listen. I she was, was butt-ass naked, naked in this trash bag. Oh, in the bag. Oh, because I saw... I'm putting the trash... Or I, I took my first outfit off, right? And then I saw the Wait, black you, outfit. Wait, what was that outfit? That was an outfit, too, uh, in that, of itself. What were you? That, right was just a regular, that was for Jennifer. So that I was just, like, in a dress. I was, like, in a You score. were in layers. I was in a score. You had heels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was cute. She was cute. So whatever. Then she had to get naked and put this trash bag on within like 30 seconds. I didn't think I was going to make it out. And like, I was the I was the trash bag that was needed the most for, yeah. that, for that segment. Yeah, because Brenda basically yeah. has a bag-gasm. Yeah, she bag-gasmed all over oh, me. Shit. It was it was amazing. Wow. She was like whispering, I'm so sorry. It was quick. Uh, it was smelly. 
It was, was a lot of sweaty toti. Okay. And well, there's, a round, there's a round two and three, right, I believe? Yes. Okay. Yeah. When is that, by the way? So the next round is actually July 25th at The Pit, and you can go to the website. It's thepit-nyc.com and buy tickets to see us. Yes. Comedy derailed. We're already prepping. We have rehearsal, two rehearsals lined up. We and do. I agree. I really agree with you, Alana, in that like momentum is so important, especially like with sketch comedy. It's like when you keep that muscle going, you are fierce. Mm-hmm. You are a force, a sketch force. It just feels good to keep working that muscle, doesn't it? Yes, it mm. does. Mm. You, know, so, you know how I like to work my muscles. Oh, yeah. Oh. She's like Miss, like, she be coming to rehearsal with her duffel bag. I, uh, I just girl. trained, like, celebrity clients. Um, and my sweaty ass. <laughs> <laughs> Not no celebrity clients yet. Okay. I'm going to manifest that, but, yeah. <laughs> Well, so that was we're that. gonna root you guys on for the for the rest of the competition. Yeah. Yeah. round two and three. I want to know when they're. I want to. Yeah, I want to go. I want to be there. Please. All right, we're taking it one round at a time. So okay. July twenty fifth yeah. is the next round. Please join us. You better bust that ass. We're working hard because you know why? It's really like <laughs> let's just talk about it real quick. Dead ass, ass. It's not really about win or lose. You right. know, true, true, true. we are out it's there not. performing, and that is a win. Win-win situation here. Absolutely. And uh, on that note. Um, I'm looking forward to continuing th- this journey with you, Alana J. Being on stage with you is just spectacular. Oh my god! <laughs> Her, oh, that's soft. deep. She I'm is, soft. you guys. I mean, I'm not gonna do your fucking PR, but like, she <laughs> is. She's a trained actor. She's a musician. I see it. And she's a comedian. I saw it. And, and she's a good person, and that's like to me, that's yeah. the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I love you guys. Thanks. Yeah. We love you too. And you know what else we love? Pochicha Bites. I've been waiting all day. Ay. I've been waiting all night. Ay. I've been waiting all day. Ay. Pochicha Ay. Bites. Ay. I've been waiting all day. Ay. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Ay. Pochicha Ay. Bites. Ay. Hey. Jamie. What's going on? Hey. Before I start that, uh, the bites. What is up with this app now that people are are, are they're putting they're making everyone's face look super old? Yo, mm. But for that? some reason, whatever yeah. the technology from this app is like really scarily like realistic. Yeah. It's weird. Like I feel Eerie. like I'm looking at my future self. Like I feel like I'm back to the future, and I'm like, what the fuck is up with the bags under my eyes? Well, that's Yo. that's the point. I need like I'm, I bought like extra moisturizer just because. <laughs> Prepare. I saw some you of these. Went to Sephora. Yeah. I was like, "Give me everything. Yeah, everything that's anti-aging." Wow. <laughs> Get that retinol. Sephora. Yeah. Sephora got like that little section for guys. It's like one little Bendito. half a shelf in the back. Yeah. It's you like, don't gotta get the guy stuff. You could get the skin is skin. That's At true. the end of the day, skin is skin. The, the product doesn't know if you got a, a this or a that. You know. That's true. We'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> um, I got you. I'll be raiding my mom's bathroom and shit. <laughs> guys. <laughs> Guys, did you hear about the, this Long Island angry bagel guy? Yo, well, yeah, the little guy. Yeah, so um, evidently this dude, this Long Island guy, he went viral for a rant he had. The hell? Um, and it started with uh, basically someone asking him how, how tall he was. And so he definitely has a Napoleon <laughs> complex. Cause he, and then, but the worst thing is that he sounds like Joe Pesci on Helium. Tell us, what, what does he sound like? He's like, do it, do it, do it. Because he gets defensive about being short, right? So anything mm-hmm. you say, he'll turn it into a short guy attack. Like, if you say hi, he'll be like, so what are you saying? I can't reach that high because I'm short? Huh? Okay, bye. Are you saying I can't get by you because I'm short? 
And uh, he accuses people of like, you know, he just accuses people of rudely asking him. Yeah. This guy just asked how tall I was. I ought to get up on a phone book and kick your ass. Oh. <laughs> they still have those? <laughs> phone books? It's a dated. It's a dated joke. Millennials are like, phone books? Yeah. My dad still uses them. Yeah. Isn't that just my notes app? Um, so at the end of the... Just Google it. The end of the viral video, this dude gets tackled by a big-ass guy, which yeah. is, you know what? He deserved it. He was being obnoxious. But Honey, I Shrunk the Guido is actually is getting... <laughs> He's getting... Damn, he got him a this, this small guy is getting some big attention because, look, he's getting... He's been going on a press tour. He's selling shirts. He's making... What? With him... He's selling shirts with this phrase that he says in the vi- viral video. Some of you guys saw it. But it's basically this, sh- this phrase where he's like, you're not my God or my father or my boss or my babysitter. Well, he didn't say the last one, but you get it. That's a long That's a long. It's a long t-shirt. Phrase. You got to get yeah. that. You got to get that font very small for that. Um, he's also calling himself sense. the bagel boss. The bagel boss. Which is the name of the place where he had the rant, the bagel place. Good thing for him he didn't have it. He didn't have that rant at like Little Caesars and shit. <laughs> what? Because I'm short? Huh? That would have been too perfect. <laughs> some fun facts about this guy. Some other fun facts. Um, he lives in a minivan in the parking lot. Of no. No, he doesn't. No. No. A, a mini? mini? <laughs> what do you say, mini? It's a van. Why is it mini? Because I'm short? Huh? No. <laughs> He's... Uh, He's so divo- fucked up. He's divorced, you know. No, not no a shock. No shit. He's on the market. No, no but shit. he told TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> he told TMZ uh, what he's looking for in a dream in a dream woman. Educated. He's like educated, not a greedy bimbo. <laughs> so verbatim. I, I didn't. E- yeah, verbatim. I didn't even know like people still use the word bimbo. I love that word. Bimbo. Uh, you I should put that. Love it. It's should- also a brand of bread. <laughs> it is. No, it is. Bimbo is it? and like pastries? bimbo bakeries. They bimbo. were my account. They were my account at one of my jobs. Oh my god. <laughs> I love. I think that you should put that in his wedding vows. You know. Hey, I love that you're educated and not a greedy bimbo. So can I swap swim with the bride now? <laughs> um, that said, um, somebody give me my phone book so I can kiss her. <laughs> <laughs> can you give me a small ladder so I can kiss the bride over here? <laughs> um, also, and this is like the craziest thing. Um, he thinks he's a modern day Martha. Martin, Martha. <laughs> he thinks he's a modern day Martin Luther King. What? Like, for, but for sure, people who get bullied. Wow. No. You know, yeah, I know. That's like way it's like, like you never want to compare. Unsubscribe. He's like, you know, I have a dream that we will one day be able to ride roller coasters without a height requirement. <laughs> um, Man, poor guy. But you know what? Look for this guy because he's he's getting popular. Oh, Tibby, you said he actually was like doing a reality fighting show now. He got signed to a contract to fight other viral. Celebrities, like in a little wow. people, or little like people. You got a regular. Wait, do we really know how tall he is? He is. <laughs> He's five feet. He's five feet He's on the dot. Five, oh, five feet on the dot. Kick that. I, I think you got him, Lana. You could be. Listen, his I'm in the same fucking. What is it? Wait, I wait. Think, cl- high, yeah. class. high class. High class. Justin Bieber wanted to fight Tom Cruise. So remember that. Just like Did this that guy. Happen? Maybe he should just fight this dude. Huh? That never happened. That never happened. We still don't know why. What's going on there? I, I feel, feel like, like Bieber's taller than Cruise, but anyway. No, Bieber's taller than Cruz, but he's 
you know, he's definitely taller than this dude. I think they should go at it. Um, mm. But guys, enough of that. Enough of the small talk. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> the uh, next bite. Iggy Azalea. Iggy. Remember her? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Iggy, Iggy. Um, she's doing some shows again. She's going on tour again. And what, for why? I don't know. For why? <laughs> oh, man. Leave Iggy alone. Wait, no, does, does she have an album? A curious Well, seriously. look, she's probably just doing fancy, like, ten different ways. Okay. Because that's the only song I, re- I remember from her. Um, but it's, she's saying that her upcoming shows will have a twerk pit. A twerk wow. pit? Yeah. Um, do you know what a twerk pit is? So basically, she's like, if you come to my show, you're going to notice a giant yellow circle on the floor in the middle of the arena that says twerk pit. What it, when it's about that time of the show, you got to clear off the circle unless you're about to show us something crazy. So she's, it's a circle of twerk. So everybody has to twerk. <laughs> it's a circle twerk. Circle. A circle twerk. Wow. So hold it up. Okay, Lana. <laughs> I mean, is this? I'm gonna let that marinate. So many questions. Is this where all the sueritos just congregate? <laughs> Yo, La- meet La- me at the twerk pit. Lots of labia. That's our new group. It's our new girl group. Instead of Latinos Allowed, LOL, it's lots of labia. We're changing the name. Wait, so Jamie, this is a pit that she said, like, she's going to say it in the show. Like, everybody who wants to go to the twerk pit, go now. Or you have to, like, oh, do you have to buy tickets to the twerk pit? This is my question. No, I think you buy tickets to the show, and if you have enough. Uh, cojones to go into the to the to the, <laughs> the twerk, pit. twerk pit. If you feel like you are twerk worthy, you can do it. You know. So interesting. Um, I want. to twerk know. the whole concert. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of twerk. It's a lot of it's twerk. A lot of twerk. <laughs> it is I feel like is this where Iggy's been hiding all this time? Like she was trapped in a twerk pit for two years. Probably. <laughs> she looks more like she fell in a bad plastic surgery pit. Uh, oh man, Jimmy. No? Final bite. Okay. Uh, so check it out. More than a million people have RSVP'd to an event on Facebook, right? Mm. Uh, threatening to storm the top secret base, base in Nevada called Area 51, what? which some people believe is home to aliens. What? And not the type of aliens that Trump hates. <laughs> oh, right. Um, right. Wow. So this started as a bit of a joke, because obviously who's going to believe that a bunch of people in a Facebook uh, group <laughs> group chat are going to like do anything you know, in a constructive way? But um, but the air joke took it serious, right? And they told people not to go anywhere near Area 51, you know, or there's going to be beef, all right? Wow. There's, and so which makes me think that they're hiding some, some fucking ETs up in there. Oh, boy. Yeah. Shit. Mm. Like, this is real shit. Like, I don't know what... Like, I feel like you can't just storm Area 51. Like, you need some Ocean's Eleven type plan. You know what I'm saying? I would think there's a lot of security. Right, and even if you get past the security, like, what? There's probably going to be a vault where all the dead aliens are. Like, what are you going to do? Just, like, you know... Or maybe they'll just, like, a bunch of aliens hanging out, like it's the Playboy Mansion. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's a grotto. You know, there's, like, the main alien is wearing a robe. Smoking a cigar. (laughs) Hey, dude, this is the shit. (laughs) With a thong on. You know? Uh, Watching alien porn all day. (laughs) Oh, you don't know about this shit? You got alien hoes coming through. Alien hoes. Damn, that ass is out of this world, boo. Those alien hoes probably have like six labia. (laughs) That's a lot of labia. That's a lot of of smell, girl. Mm. But look, I couldn't bring up a story like this without um, getting the opinion of our resident you know, fake conspiracy news or, or conspiracy guys, theory. Guy. I heard about these guys going to Area 51, and I, I don't understand. Everything is in Antarctica. Everything. everything? I, did, I did. Yes. I did a fake news about Admiral Byrd. I don't know if you guys remember. I remember. Where he encountered 
uh, UFOs out in Antarctica, and they've been building a civilization out there for years. Hitler was out there and all his regime. Oh, they his, boy, Hitler, yeah. his boys were hanging so out there. A, by the way, the only treaty that's ever survived amongst all nations is the Antarctica Treaty, and you guys have to look. Every nation has signed it. I, and I've, it been, saying that for, I've been saying day. that for years. She's nodding. Kendi's so, nodding. She's like, yeah. So there's a whole <laughs> world out there in Antarctica, and that's where uh, all the aliens and all the higher-ups live out there. You know, nice, you know. An under- igloo? It's, yeah, it's like an igloo out there. and it's It's like igloo. there's cities underneath the in ice out there. In my brain it is. Yeah. Look, my final question to you, do you think there's actual aliens in, in Area 51? Of course. They have bases down there for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. I mean, they, I mean you could, they could actually live down there. Like, if anything happened out there, people could live there for like hundreds of years with the food and everything they have and the technology. So that's it. Me and Frank are going to storm Area 51 this weekend. Let's do it. Yeah. With what? Like pitchforks and flashlights? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? With some uh, rosé. You know, I'm sure I'm sure um, aliens like brunch. Everyone loves brunch, right? <laughs> True. All right, that's the bite, y'all. Yeah! All right, and now it's time for some fake news. Yeah. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibbs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibbs. Hello, folks. Hey, Frank. Hi, Rachel. How you doing? Great, Frank. That is fantastic. All right. Anyhow, well, today we're going to talk about... <laughs> we're going to be talking about gematria. I'm sorry, is that a new pharmaceutical? No, that's an alphanumerical way that the upper-ups, they actually calculate like things that are going to go on by actually calculating numbers and letters together. And you guys have to look this up. It's called gematria, okay? And they can actually predict what's going to happen because by actually doing these numerical uh, equations, they can tell when certain things are going to happen. So that like sounds what, like Sorry. this sounds like some sort of like Kama Sutra move. But yeah, it's, it, what's it the name? Well, how do you pronounce it again? It's called Gematria. Gematria? Yes. <laughs> sounds like something that Gematria. I would like have difficulty pulling and off. You guys in the have bedroom. to look it up. For example, like the the letter A equals one. Okay. And the number one equals A. So your name Jamie, they would take that number, Jamie Fernandez, and they'll give you an equation on your name. And with astrology, they can tell if, you know. What's going to happen with your with your personality or what you're going to be in the future with actually your name and your like your social security number also and let's say uh, your middle name or what have you they can actually tell what's going to happen in your future. Why is it always like linked back to the social security number? It's like mm. well, it's, it's always some shit the where it's identifier. like oh they got my social security that's why right. my house is like robbed or some shit like that. So mm-hmm. they take my like, credits bur- bur- you know horrible. Right. So mm-hmm. when they, like when celebrities pass away usually they usually take those numbers and they know why they passed away. Or for example, celebrities use it when they're going to drop an album. Usually they drop it on a certain day it has certain meanings to it, you know, the, the date itself. Also in you know in religion you have you know like John 3:16 that you always see those numbers actually mean something. Mm. Okay? So is this numerology it's, or astrology? No. It's called gematria, and it's a, it's a form of numerology. <laughs> I mean, like right now, I see all the females talking about the the Mar- what, what is females? it? What the retro, the, the what is it? The what is <laughs> what it? Are the, we about the retrograde. Mercury. Is this gonna be like a nineteen retrograde? It's like a nineteen eighty stand-up bit. Yo, all these all these females, you know, all these fucking that females. Venus is drinking Gatorade. <laughs> what? They always be shopping over here. <laughs> so these numbers are very important. And they say that, you know, the numbers are, it's a way of the gods actually speaking. So the higher-ups actually take these numbers and they actually predict and they actually 
uh, you know, like they actually use these numbers to actually uh, manipulate certain things going on in the future. For example, I'm going to give you guys a good example. The number 42 this year is a number that they really, you know, it's really synonymous this year, okay? And this is a coincidence, right? The uh, the last uh, blackout, huge blackout that we had was in 1977, which was a huge uh, year. It was Mike's birthday, by the way, and it was a huge year. In New York. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> Mike, Mike! Right now, if the, Mike, right now, if he heard this, would be Frank. You stay putting those 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 numbers nah. out, yo. Like when here, you stay putting them on blast. I, yo. If you remember, '77 was a huge year. I did a special on Mike's birthday last year on what happened in 1977. That uh, there was a uh, an extraterrestrial that spoke over BBC. If you guys remember. The Yankees won, Son of Sam. I mean, it was a huge, the Yankees won. It was huge. Ooh, an extraterrestrial, the like black, an alien? Yeah, he spoke of the BBC. And so it goes back to alien. Yeah. Mm. So the number 42 is huge this year for Gematria, okay? Now listen to this, guys. The blackout happened 42 years ago, all right? Oh, my God. The blackout over the here. The big New- blackout yes, here in New York City. Yes, in 1977. The blackout this year started from 42nd Street and up, Okay. And they reported that 42,000 customers were affected by this blackout, okay? That's very precise. And in Gematria... I think it went up. I think it went to like 43,000. Okay, and listen to this. And in (laughs) Gematria... You're ruining his point. (laughs) Oh, sorry. My bad. All right. We'll edit that out. All right, listen to this. And in Gematria, New York City equals 42. Okay? And I don't believe in coincidences. When we were talking in the pre-show... Yeah. We are in the building... Number 42. Whoa! Oh, my God. And Mike Mike just turned 42. My mind no. is blown. He just turned what 42. Are you playing with me? Stop it. Stop it. All right, yeah, yo. you said it was 42 years ago. Look, I got to defend Mike. He can, Mike, Mike can still play 34 to 40-year-old 40, 40 roles. So Absolutely. any producers out there. Yeah, we're not talking show business. Nah, nah, he needs, he needs the men. He needs the men. What's that called? Men in, men in, uh, men in black? The, 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 just for men? Just for men, yeah. The men in black? Just for men. Just for men. The men in black? He needs the memory memory erase device so people can forget his age from men in black. So so I don't believe in coincidences, guys. 42. That's a lot of coincidences. Yeah. It is. And it's freaky. Yeah. It is freaky. Uh, That's why I never, I'm not a big numbers guy. I was always bad at math. I like to just leave numbers alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But Dominicans, but you know, Dominicans, Dominicans fucking love numbers. Tú naciste en el once, ¿verdad? Yo voy a jalar el jaula del palé a Santo Domingo con el once, porque tú naciste en el once, Rachel. Ajá. Okay? Ajá, Juan. All right. Well, that was great, Frank. Thanks. You're welcome, folks. Thank you very much. Gematria. Is it time to put the heat back into your relationship with breakfast, but a hot breakfast just sounds like too much work? Well... It's time to head over to the egg aisle and pick up Just Crack an Egg. It's a hot, fluffy breakfast scramble that'll have you back in hot breakfast love in less than two minutes. All you've got to do is add a fresh egg over their hearty breakfast fixings, then stir, microwave, and reignite your love of breakfast. And something else you'll love about Just Crack an Egg is that it has no artificial flavors, dyes, or preservatives. But even better is how fluffy and cheesy and delicious it is. It comes in seven different varieties, including three brand new kinds, veggie, Southwest style, and protein-packed scrambles. Or just try one of the classics, like Denver or All-American. So don't wait for the weekend to get a little hot, hearty breakfast love into your AM. It's time to run with your arms wide open to the egg aisle and take breakfast back with just cracking eggs. All right, you guys, it's that part of the show where it is, you know what I'm about to say, and I'm going to say it anyway, amazing, amazing guests. 
that's what we bring for you people. It's an honor and a privilege to have this woman here. This woman in comedy who's fucking killing the game right now. Gina Brion is here. Welcome to the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Wow, thank you for having me, guys. We've been wanting you for a very long time. <laughs> That's not a sexual thing. We've that been I'm watching saying, you for a long time. Yeah. That is a sexual th- Oh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> Maybe for not. some. I'm not so, going to speak on everybody's behalf. But <laughs> I don't know how you live your life. <laughs> Maybe that's how you live your life. But you're here. We're so happy. Thank Yo, you. we have a lot to talk about. Let's just let's just get right in. Yeah, let's get into it. Yo, okay. How did this all start, Gina? Like, how did your comedy career? How did you get start? here specifically to the studio? Okay, fine. Yeah, how did this, how this all start? <laughs> I jumped on a train. Okay. First, I got tacos. Hey. Um, oh, we'll take it back to uh, I got I've I've been a vegetarian now for like a, a while since I, I got really sick. I had to change my diet, so I start, I took meat out of my diet. And so uh, I had vegan tacos, which I know from the Latino uh, standpoint, I'm not proud of. <laughs> from my digestive standpoint, good job, Gina. Wow. <laughs> but I went and I got a vegan tacos. They are not the same. Please stick mm. to meat. If you eat meat, please enjoy all of the carne asada that you actually want to eat because um, the fake meat, yeah, it don't do the same thing. But it's nice for filler. <laughs> Are there still Latinos serving the vegan? I'm like, I would think like a Mexican, a real Child. Mexican. I would they, be like, they won't even. I'm not. Yo, where's the meat? I'm not serving this. <laughs> I'm not serving this, bro. I'm not serving this. I don't even know how to pronounce vegetarian. Vegetarian. We want to hear about when, once that switch happened when comedy became your yeah. career. Where where was that? Um. At 14 years old, like, I knew, I saw Brett Butler, uh, I saw her second stand-up special, uh, Brett Butler sold out, it was on Showtime, and I remember that moment because I had never seen a female that commanded a room full of people. I'd never seen a woman that had done it without being scantily clad or literally dressed like a clown. I had never seen a woman command the attention of an entire theater of people with just her thoughts, with just her mind, with just her presence. And immediately at 14, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. Right away, I knew. I was like, that's the only thing for me. And it was the first time ever in my life I was laser focused on something. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to figure out how to do it. And then I did. That's incredible. That's yeah. amazing. So you've been doing this professionally for a while now. Since I was 17. So uh, over 20 plus years. Yeah. That is inspiring. We, you know, our listeners tell us all the time, as I mentioned to you earlier, that like it's inspiring to hear about these career paths that work, are fruitful, yes. are paying bills. And you're passionate about this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Tell us about what, what's that passion like for you? It's, I mean, honestly, it's kept me going specifically in the beginning of my career. If I always tell newer comics when I meet them, Mm -hmm. the biggest piece of advice I can give you is you better love this. Like above everything else, you have to love this because if you're not going to love it, all of the pitfalls, all of, you know, the bad things that are going to happen because it's going to get harder before it gets good or before you get paid. Mm -hmm. So you better be ready to put in the work, do the heavy lifting. And if you're not committed to this life, if you're not committed to loving stand-up or comedy in general or entertainment in general, good luck surviving in this business. Because if it's not your first love, then I don't really know what to tell you. That's deep. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. And people say there's like a certain number of years, uh, you know, for you to really like feel c- be comfortable, be at the, the height of your comedic powers doing stand-up, right? Like when did you feel comfortable? Like, you know what, this is... Um, I'm unfuckwithable. I'm um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm. 
I mean, that's a good term. Good I word. don't. I don't think um, it didn't happen early on. Obviously, it wasn't like I was. And you meet people like that where they walk in the room, kick down the door, and they're like, "Yo, I'm the best in the biz." And I'm like, "You might want to shut up for a second. <laughs> Yo, like I just make up jokes on the spot, though. <laughs> Yo, I'm mad funny. Yo, knock knock, son. <laughs> Original, son. <laughs> Those are always the people. I'm telling you, if you talk like that, examine your life. <laughs> Find a new hobby. <laughs> yeah, and put your put your gears in the game before you start talking like a big dog. And so, like, uh, there's a lot of people that you meet that do want to rush into finding their voice because that's what it's really about when right. people say mm. that in terms of stand-up it's about finding your voice can you be yourself on stage mm-hmm. and even though that person you see on stage is a piece of the person as a whole you're never getting the entire person you're getting this version of the person this part of their personality that completes a whole human you get to uh you have to put a couple years in before you get 100 percent comfortable being that vulnerable on mm-hmm. stage where these are your thoughts your opinions, your stories. People don't understand that, like, what's different about comedy, what makes it hard is that stand-up comedy specifically, it's all you. If the audience doesn't like it, they don't like you. You're not reading somebody else's words. (laughs) You're not acting. They don't like you, your point of view, where you come from, your face, the smell of your skin. They don't like you. Mm -hmm. And that's the hard part about it. So you have to be so set in your convictions and so strong about who you are as a person before you even step on that stage. The work begins before you step on that stage. Is this really the life you want and are you willing to work for it? And then after building that for a couple of years, you finally get to the point, and this is why I say stage time is so important in the beginning, you get to the point where that stage is not your second home. That's your home. That's your therapy. That's where you live. And that's what it has to become. If you want longevity, if you want... To be great at anything, it takes that level of commitment. Gina, what do you feel right before you go on stage? Describe that moment for us, like eight seconds before Gina Brion. <laughs> what do you feel? It depends on where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about some of the big stages. Uh, the big stages, it's always, you know what, it, it's always amazing. Um, just because I'm filled with so much gratitude. In that moment where I know the years I've put in, I know the work that I've done to lead up to the big stage. It's not um, a clout thing. It's not a pride thing other than me being proud of where I've come from and where I am now. So in those moments when I'm being called on a big stage, I do have this rush of like, oh, my God, girl. And there's a couple of sayings (laughs) that I I remind myself of. Ooh, tell us. Before I go on stage. Mm I say to myself in my head or out loud, you're a queen on stage, you're a queen off stage. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter how this night goes. I still see myself the same way. And that's important because you can have nights where you're completely beaten down in this business and walking away with that defeatist, like it can just put you in such a dark place. So I always have to remind myself that it doesn't matter what happens in this moment right now as long as I remember to respect and love myself above all else. Mm. That resonates with us right now, boy. We're feeling something. Tonight yeah. is Bring the Funny, where our sketch comedy Ooh, troupe, Room 28, is going to make our network debut. Wow. And so I, you're speaking such words of clarity, and yeah. they're really resonating, and I know they're going to resonate with our listeners no matter what they do, yeah. whether it's comedy or not. I like the fact that people would hear something like that and... Like, use it in their own, like, 
adapt that phrase. It doesn't have to be the same phrase, but whatever you need to tell yourself before you get into the game, whatever it is you're doing, like you, you need to be your biggest cheerleader because there's enough people that will take you down. You should not be one of those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. Wow, we feel that as performers, right? Yeah. Like as entertainers especially, I think. Um, but listen, you out there entertaining the world and we, we need to talk about some of these big things you got you got going on, girl. I got a couple things. Big things are going right now. <laughs> one. One no, one no. The HBO special. You have an HBO special. Yeah. One time for Gina Brion. Well, she got well, an HBO It's not TV. Special. It's HBO. Latina. You gotta pay for that shit. She's Latina. You You're subscribe. Latina. I gotta say that loud. <laughs> it's, um, it is amazing, honestly. Uh, I'll tell you the, I'll quickly try to cover the story because I don't want to take up too much time with the story. So I'll give you the abridged version of how the phone call went down just because it was such an epic moment. Oh, juicy. It was the first day of the Fluffy Tour. And I was sitting at lunch with the guys. Gabe was there and everybody, you know, the production team. And um, Gabe goes, you were on TV last night. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I saw that Entrenos thing that you did. And I said, oh, yeah, that's great. Those people were wonderful. I had a great time working with them. My phone rings. It's the guy that booked me for Entrenos. So I go, all right, ears must be ringing. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, he's a witch. So I pick up the phone. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, man, I really wanted to book you for the half hours for HBO, but you're going to be on tour with Fluffy when we're filming. So we can't book you for it. And I was like damn, are you kidding me? That would have been such a great opportunity. And he's yeah, we're filming when you're in Vegas. And I go, wait, did you say Vegas? And he's like, yeah, I go, I'm not on the Vegas shows. Mm. So it just happened that the one break I was wow. getting on the tour was while they were filming these half hours. Wow. wow. So in the middle of the tour, I it just all worked out where they were filming it and I had just enough time off to go to San Antonio, film the special, and then jump back on the tour and get back into action. Wow. Fate, table for I, one. Yes. Yo, San Antonio, how is that audience for you? San Antonio is popping. Uh, <laughs> people in San Antonio are weird and funky, and I love it. I love everything about that place. Cause, And we were there during Fiesta, and I don't know if oh you my Fiesta God. Is nuts over people, there. It's on and popping in San yes. Antonio in what April. What is Fiesta? What is that? It's this big celebration, and people always say it's like the celebration of the fight at the Alamo, which I'm like, <laughs> you shouldn't really celebrate. You guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know how that turned out? I don't think you should. It's not a celebratory moment. <laughs> the Alamo, that's a club. That's a strip club. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe they should celebrate the Alamo moment in the Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Right, you know exactly. what I'm saying? That was a bigger moment. Uh, that was a way yeah. bigger moment. But Fiesta No offense. Is, I love you, San yeah, Antonio. We love you, San Antonio, but like, mm, you could just have a Fiesta. You don't need a reason. And it's like a month long, right? It's a month long festival. And so wow. even though we were competing with Fiesta when we were doing this, so many people came out to the show. It was amazing. The wow. taping, The taping couldn't have gone any better. Like it was, it was phenomenal. Wow. Where did you tape it? We taped it at the, uh, there's a famous theater out in San Antonio whose name I'm forgetting right now. But if you're from San Antonio, you know it. Mm-hmm. Look, you know it. Look it up. Sorry. I ain't Google. <laughs> you perform <laughs> in a lot yourself. of space. It's the Chuckle Hub, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's Chicken and Chuckle. Uh, maybe you've heard of it. Uh, we filmed there. It was great. It was a beautiful theater. So, uh, I, th- I want to say it's the Majestic Theater in San Antonio. Oh. But I don't want to get the name wrong. So That's if I'm a wrong, good name, though, to pick. Right? It was like a Majestic you How was the special? Majestic. majestic. Yeah. Does, does it live up to the name? 
name? Does it live up to the name, though? Oh, yeah, it was gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous. Like, they have two theaters. They have, like, the bigger theater. We were in the smaller but still beautiful theater because they've been, they've been around so many years. I love the architecture of old theaters. Plus, all my favorite comics are theater comics. So I love performing in a theater. So was it a symbolic moment for you? Like, did you grow up watching all these HBO stand-up Oof, comedy yes. specials? You know, like It really George, was. The George Carlins and all that and... Uh, I did. I grew up watching all of those and wanting specials like that. And to be in a theater, to be on HBO, like, you know, it was epic. Yeah. That was the only way to describe the feeling. It felt epic. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, after my Entreno set, actually... I shed a tear. I'm not gonna lie. They oh. have they have it in the uh, backstage footage. Some of it somewhere. Um, I am because I got a standing ovation for my entreno set, and I yes, was you so did tell them I was taken aback by it, and so I started to cry. Like when I walked off stage, I I just started to cry because it was such a big moment for for me in my career to have begun my relationship with HBO and to now continue it with this half hour. And the contest, which that, <laughs> I mean, what a segue! Yeah, thank you, yeah. thank you. What a <laughs> that was thank you. A thank story you so much. plus. You're a professional segue. Thank you. You're a professional segue. You're welcome, guys. You're, you're welcome. like the it girl at HBO right now. You're you are HBO. You're like my Fuck favorite that. segue. It, this is called HBO Latina. What is it that somebody HBO said? HBO Gina. Somebody said it. <laughs> yes. uh, hey, Brion something for HBO. <laughs> it's, it's Home really funny. office. <laughs> yeah. That. That's so funny. Oh, H B D O N. H B D O N. Leave it to you. That wasn't me. It was Tibby. Yes. Tibby. I'm his mouthpiece. Oh, you guys are so cute over there. He was holding that in. He wanted to say H B D O N for a while. H B D O N. Is there anything, or what would what would Gina today say to Gina first starting out? Oh, man, if I could go back and talk to crazy 17-year-old Gina who was stepping on stage, not knowing what she was doing, I I would probably just tell her, don't change a thing. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. I'm not going to yeah. give her any hints into the future or anything. I'm like, you're going to be all right. This That's all like, she needs to know. You're going to be yeah. all right. This was like the end of a, a one-woman show. <laughs> and at the end, I'll just tell little Gina. Uh, yeah. And then everybody's like, we she is going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just leaves the theater. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be behind you. She was funny, but like she was real. I'm not cool. soft. I'm not soft. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you crying? I'm not crying. I'm not soft. <laughs> Ain't nobody even crying right now. I got allergies. <laughs> Everybody be saying that. Allergies. Stop trying to stop your thug. So tell That's us funny. about this contest. I love this contest. Um, so for a very long time, actually, I've wanted a platform that I could uh, use for Latino talent to like just kind of showcase it. And it's always difficult to find the proper platform because you always run the risk of going either not Latino at all or so Latino that people feel excluded. And like you don't you have to find a middle ground to live in where people can learn about our culture, where people can experience talent from people in our culture and understand it. So it has to be molded in such a specific way. And I feel like with HBO, they've been very inquisitive in to, I mean, with me in terms of what works for comedy, what doesn't work for comedy, like how should we do this? And That's that great. input, that questioning was so important. When people work with Latin artists, they often don't bother talking to them and finding out about their culture, what's culturally relevant, what would be considered disrespectful, what would like... You, you don't have those conversations. And so with this contest, it's called... Um, 
Uh, it's the Latino stand-up contest. And I love this thing. You only have a, a two more days, two to three more days to submit. You so can it's do it. July 19th is when you submit. If your submissions are over when you hear this, my bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got to submit three to five minutes. You go to the New York Latino Film Festival website, which is nylatinofilmfestival.com. And you can find all the information there. And I, I always tell people, this is, this is not for beginner comics. I, that's what I will put out there. If you don't have 30 minutes of stage time, this is a goal you can set for yourself, but it's not the right contest for you right now. But if you are a working Latino comic who has been on the road, who has 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes, and you want to submit, I strongly encourage you to, to submit because that's who we are looking for. We're looking for people with experience and you get a chance to win an opportunity to be on the next Entreno series for HBO. So it is a big wow. deal. That is a huge deal. And like you you entrenos people, aren't you like your own community at this point? Like pretty much. Y'all like, working together. You guys have your own Facebook group? Cross pollinating. <laughs> it's is a it group secret? chat. Do you have a secret? Do you have a secret Facebook group? <laughs> yeah. It's a total secret Facebook group. Um, <laughs> Some of us only are let WhatsApp. other entrenos people on. Right. No, I get it. Um, it says it in the title. It's entrenos. Entrenos. <laughs> Not entre it. ustedes. Oh, <laughs> shit, son. Yo, I feel it's you, bro. Us. <laughs> boundaries it's There's a boundaries. nice little family it's a nice little family of comedians and of uh, people behind the camera that we've really established like you know it was the same makeup crew it was the same behind the scenes crew so it's it's nice to have that little family that you keep intact because you don't see that a lot in this business you don't see that kind of because uh, camaraderie can be hard to build with a brand new team with every new project and so having the same team is it's nice Awesome. Um, could we get a little personal? You yeah. cool with that? Yeah, girl. All right. Look, we're kicking it. Can we put some music, some some slow music on? <laughs> yeah. Can we just... just can right. we dim the lights? Maybe give me school. like a, a green, like a sea green. Oh um, <laughs> I was really waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were really waiting. CJ like controls the lights, but no, I'm, I'm fucking with you, CJ. We don't have to change the lights. I'm fucking with you. Now, Aquamarine. I'm, we often, now, now we need to know. We have it. to delve into like, you know, this balance because it's mm -hmm. so important. So as a Latina, mm -hmm. you know, I know I'm like shouting this from the mountaintop, but we are unique in that like research has shown that Latinas modulate roles like no other segment in the world, in the country. Mm -hmm. Like, we have to play the mom role, the sister, the confidant, the gatekeeper of information for our dad's diabetes medication. Like, yep. So you're out there traveling on the road. What's family life like? Um, I've been very lucky to have a family that is incredibly supportive since I was young. Um, I think it helps that I started so young. Because my parents have been putting up with this since I was 17. They've been putting up with my drive. They've been putting up with my stubbornness. Uh, and they understand that this was such a dream of mine. And I think they knew I was unrelenting. I have their personalities. So once I set my mind on something, I think they were like, yeah, she's going to do it regardless. So we might as well support her. And uh, they've always been very supportive. But it does get, you know... It gets lonely only because you miss doing regular family stuff. Like, I don't... I see my parents on Christmas. I see mm -hmm. my parents on, on uh, Thanksgiving. But, like, the rest of the year, I'm working. You know, I work on my birthday. Mm -hmm. I work on New Year's. Like, there, there's things that people don't realize. When people talk about sacrifice, they take that as such a surface-level thing. Mm -hmm. But the sacrifice is much more on an emotional level than it is with just the surface-level stuff. It's not just me not being able to give my time to somebody. It's the feeling I have to deal with of not being able to give my time to somebody. Mm -hmm. 
And um, I'm thankful for the patience and kindness of every one of my family members and my friends and my husband and, and everybody who understands because, man, that helps. How long have you been married for? About a year and a half. Hey, so you're a newlywed. What? You're a newlywed. Wait, give us a romantic story, please. How did you guys how did it, meet? How did it Tell us anything about this. Okay. Um, where's, the, where's the proposal video? Anything. What was your, what was your first joke about him? Oh, where'd you guys first kiss? Give us That's something. True. Um, okay, uh, I'll, I will tell the story of how we met. It is one of my favorite stories. Oh, Jules. So I have been single for about two and a half years, I think, and just going through it. And I'm a very uh, relationship-minded person, so I was looking for my next relationship. I wasn't just trying to casually date mm -hmm. i wasn't good at casual dating um because i was very decisive i was like oh i like you cool let's spend time together no all right bye i like you let's cool let's spend time together all right cool let's go get a coffee i like just I was, met you yeah <laughs> i'm like you want to get a coffee or not son i'm very <laughs> new york aggressive about my affections so uh i was going to work on this cruise ship for about a month and then it was the Ooh. longest cruise ship contract that i had taken and I had decided I was going to live my best whole life. Like, I was like, I'm going to get on this ship. Hey. I'm not going to look for no relationship. Uh, carnival cruise. Yeah. All right. There was a different kind of carnival going on. Hey. They, they thought it was way. I'm just lower deck, people. Come to the lower deck. I was ready. We I get low. Like, I'm going to be a booty. <laughs> we be cool. And then... And then the first day on the ship, I mean, I was ready. Got my hair done, everything. I was like, cute. <laughs> I was like, Kate Winslet in the Titanic. Yes. Like, before Remember? that whole iceberg shit. Before oh, that. Yes, that was a hot that. scene. Yes. Hot scene. In the that car? That was me. In the car. That shit was hot. Yes. The sweaty windows? 24-7. That was me on my Kate Winslet. <laughs> on my Kate Winslet. And... <laughs> <laughs> and then the first meeting we have is all the entertainers on the ship. Mm -hmm. And he was one of the entertainers on the ship. So no. I go to this meeting, and across from me is the most handsome man I've ever seen in my life. Like, mm. immediately, I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> and, of course, because I, like, the minute I like somebody, I'm like, huh, I don't want to talk to you ever. <laughs> I'm going to ignore you. <laughs> because I don't know how to be a regular person. So I was just like, I'm just going to hide from the guy I like. Like, I would watch. Uh, he he was uh, part of a dueling piano show, and we shared a venue. The comedy club was also the dueling piano show once the comedy was done. Mm. So I would, like, watch from the back, and I'd be like, he's, like, super handsome. <laughs> and I wouldn't say anything because I'm a nerd. And because I thought he had a girlfriend because he was, like, the, the most chill out of all the dudes. He wasn't looking to hook up with anybody. He just wanted to chill and have fun. He would buy beers for everybody. He was just a really gen genuinely nice person. And then I was like, oh, he probably got a girl. And then one night he came backstage uh, after my show and um, I thought he was going to flirt with me because I looked all cute. Hey. And he didn't. And I was like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and so I thought, forget it. He doesn't want me. Whatever. And then a couple of nights later, he actually saw me perform. And he came up to me after the show. And he was like, I've never gotten to see you perform. I think you're so talented. And I think you're the most beautiful female comedian I've ever seen. And I was like, that's very specific. It's <laughs> <laughs> incredibly specific. I would have taken beautiful yeah. and gone with it. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave it at female. Yeah. You don't have to go comedian. Yeah. You know, um, and the most beautiful female would also have been acceptable. Yes. <laughs> most beautiful female comedian on a cruise ship. Yeah, wearing I have blue ever seen. With curly hair. On a night cruise. Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> with Blood a light type breeze. Is o positive. <laughs> with a Cupid's bow lip. Yeah. <laughs> I was very specific. And then we just like, I wait, we were just. Uh, that was it. The love boat. After that, so after that. Yeah. 
So wow. you, were, you were on the boat with him for that whole month? For that whole month. And, like, it was really cute because we were so... You know how, like, in the beginning of a relationship, you still treat it like grade school? Like, he would hold my hand under the table, and I'd be like, you're so stupid. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> that's so cute. That's he would just grab my hand while we were talking because nobody knew that we were, like, hooking up. Yeah. I mean, reading the Bible. Uh, <laughs> nobody knew we were reading Bible verses to each other in the middle of the night. <laughs> but you can't leave each other like that whole month, though, right? Like you could be like, no. I'm going to the lower deck. I need space. <laughs> Damn. You must, yeah, right. Everybody bump yeah. into each other and shit. Well, after a while, like we did have our separate cabins, and I remember there was, I think there was one night where I had one too many tequilas, and <laughs> we were sitting at the bar, and he was like, um. I really need to get some sleep tonight, so I think you should, like, stay in your cabin. And I looked at him like, oh, word? (laughs) Okay, I'll just do that then. (laughs) And he was like, no, 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 you should come to my cabin. I changed my mind. I was like, you damn right you changed your mind. I'll go to my cabin when I feel like going to my cabin. Trying to pull that shit on me again. (laughs) Who you bringing to your cabin then? (laughs) Maybe he's just like, he had to go to the bathroom real bad. It was like the first time. He's like, I just need to, like, get this off and I don't I want you to hear it. I want you to hear all the, the well, bubble guts. Battle shits. <laughs> all you can buffet coming out. Speaking of the waves, let's yes. talk about the podcast Airwaves real quick. Ooh. Yes, I have a podcast out now uh, with my girlfriend, Catherine G. Mendoza. Hey! Shout out to Catherine in the building. Shout out to Catherine in the building. Tell us all about it. We have a podcast called Mess in Progress. And uh, it's essentially a podcast about how we're all a hot mess. <laughs> And we're using stories Valid. from our life and our experiences to help our listeners with whatever problems people write in. We have a Dear Gina segment where people write in questions and we help them. And uh, other than that, it's like just two homegirls just talking about life and different things that have happened and our experiences and hopefully helping somebody out there. So that's in progress. Love that. How did yo. you guys link? Oh, me and Catherine? Yeah. Um. Okay, so... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, episode two of the wait. podcast. All right. Episode two of the podcast is already. I can wait. You guys go listen to Best in Progress. Episode two, you're gonna hear teaser cliffhanger. Teaser. You're welcome. Now you're you now welcome. you know where to go. You're welcome. Yo. Thank you for introducing that question, <laughs> so I could do a shameless plug. <laughs> episode two of Yo. the podcast. Definitely, uh, it's it's fun. So it's a good time. Well, we're going to check it out. Everybody check it out. Yes, we're so please. proud of you. Thank you We are so marching much. behind you in your forward march for not only females, but Latinos and comics in general. Yes. So one time for Gina fucking Brillon. Thank you. It's a great song. So, yo, Gina Brillon, que lo que? <laughs> mad aggressive. <laughs> que lo que? I don't know nothing. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, I'm going to do my necessary shout outs. Follow me on IG at Brion on uh, Instagram. The website is ginabrion.net for tour dates and other information. So y'all can check me out there. And don't forget Mess in Progress. You can follow us on our IG page, too, at Mess in Progress Podcast. Amazing. Oh we'll God. see you at the New York Latino Film Festival, baby. What? All right, so who's next? Oh, you can follow me, Alana J, at It's I-T-S-A-L-A-N-A-J. 
And uh, stay tuned for the bragging rights competition coming up with Comedy Derailed. Yes, son. All right, so he's not here today, and we miss you so much, Michael Diaz, kind of. And what we're going to do is allow him the space to share with us a pre-recorded que lo que. Um, this is very emotional for me because uh, let the record be known that this is only my second episode that I've ever missed out of 109. Um, but I'm going to get straight to the point where my que lo que is. First and foremost, thank you so much for the Dominican Parade for honoring Rachel and I. It means a lot. Um, I can't wait to go to the gala. Um, I can't wait to march at the parade. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. My second que lo que is the El Tigre Woods sketch that I did with the PGA Tour. It's coming out next week. So stay tuned. You'll see on our social medias. Shout outs for Frank and shout outs to TV's dad what's in the video. And my final que lo que is to Oz Rodriguez and Lin-Manuel Miranda, who today got nominated for some Emmys. So congrats to them. And my handles is Juan Bago everywhere. Thank you. And uh, I'll be back next week. All right. It was emotional, but not really with that loud bachata playing in the background. That really was a <laughs> kind of changed the mood a little bit. All right. Who's next? Jamie, you want to say anything? Should I go? You want to do a coin toss? No, mine's just quick. Just go to Jay Fern's Instagram and good night. All right. And please follow me at Rachel La Loca. I have to give a few shout outs. First of all, to Fuchila Fresheners, who sponsors every week's Que Lo Que segment. Go to them uh, at F-U-C-H-I-L-A Fresheners.com. Use code LOL10 and get yourself a nice little discount. You're welcome. They got everything, especially that new Celia Cruz air freshener that just came out. I need to get my hands on that. Also, much love and Que Lo Que to our peeps over at Yerro.com. That's double L-E-R-O.com, the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. This week, they're hooking you up with a crib sheet or a cheat sheet on what to expect from Comic-Con 2019, baby. So go to Yerro.com to get the lowdown. Yo, it's on and popping. Comedy derailed is popping. Next week, we have a huge announcement around the New York Latino Film Festival. We have got to wait for Bago to be here to talk about that. We want to thank our listeners. Listen, we got a newsletter that is getting baked right now, um, as I will be soon. And we want you to sign up for it. So shoot us an email at wearelatinosoutloud at gmail.com. For now, that's, I know, very antiquated, old school, but just send us a fucking email and we'll put you on the list. And then once it's popping, you'll get a lot of information, useful information. We're not going to spam you, I promise. A big shout out to um, one of our believers, Maria Lizardo. Thank you. We love you so much. A lot of excitement happening. And uh, Mazel tov. On that note, we out! Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. 
toyota.com slash hybrid or your local toyota dealership to learn more